I don't think weed is any more damaging to people than fucking Cadbury's Vaughanville. Me with weeds, like you with your heroin, Mark. I don't like heroin. Man's deepest fear has risen again. I play a bohemian marine biologist. And they got me with the dreadlocks and the little glasses and everything. So it's another character role for me. Jaws. The Revenge. This time, it's personal. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever it is, wherever you are. My name is Malachi J. Matthews and I am joined, as always, by Hollywood street punk Fletch. Is that my leather jacket on today? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. How are you going? Are you all right, Fletch? I'm all right, yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the third man is here. <laughs> the third man is here, like like Hogan waiting in the back to ruin Bash at the Beach. Magic <laughs> Mark! Hello. <laughs> here he is. Do I count as a full member yet, or am I still the third man? Well, I think you did. I was thinking this the other day, because you've been doing it, like, solidly. I've been doing. I've, I've done like sixteen episodes of the show now. I, I was doing this like pod chaser profile of like where I've podcasted, yeah. and I've been in like. So if you've done fifty episodes, so sixteen out of fifty, that's mm. like about that's about twenty five percent with my crap maths. All right, and well, yeah, well, I don't know what we do. Do we have to get him a certificate or something? Oh, I would love a certificate. <laughs> We've actually branded each other. Yeah, we'll have to brand you. We'll have to. You have to pop up and. Uh, to be fair, I'm into tattoos. No, 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 yeah, people get branding, don't they? As oh, like I, body I, modification. I would actually do that. Where is your brand? Is it on your bum? It's a. It's an 88 on our asses. Branded. <laughs> Good. <laughs> prime beef from the prime year. But yeah, we'll brand you. you you're in. Good. Thanks. Oh, happy. Cool. What have you been up to in the real world this week, Mark? Well, in the real world this week, I became accredited as a naming celebrant. I can do all three ceremonies now. And there's a, there's a lovely little title for someone who does all three cele- ceremonies. And it's Life Cycle Celebrant. Isn't that oh, nice? That is nice. It reminds me, you know, when you said that, an image of you in a Captain Planet costume pops into my head. I don't have a Captain Planet costume. No, but I mean, could you get one of them for my wedding? If you want. This week, guys. What? Do you know what I well, realised? We've never done a shark film. Have we not? We have never done a shark film in the year of this podcast. Yeah, we have. Didn't you have? Did we? I'm sure I you had one. Shark. That was it, CGI Sharks. Oh, you did one of your extra episodes. How dare you forget bad CGI sharks? That film is excellent. We haven't talked about it. We reviewed that. We didn't tat it up. And we were supposed to be screening that film before the Great Plague came. Yeah, we we were. We were going to do a screening of it. Uh, Oh, mate. I I miss actual socialising. I would have actually gone to that and I'd have really enjoyed it. And I'd have watched some tat. And I didn't because the plague. We We were going to do a double bill. Bad CGI sharks and the Velocipasta. We will it do it. It was the loss of pasta that I was more excited about, truth be told. Yeah. We well, will do it when we're allowed out again. Do you know what? Bad CGI sharks will surprise you. It's really good. It's very yeah. good. Mm, yeah. It's just really endearing. 
yeah, it's good. It's, probably it's, really, it's actually a really sweet, endearing film. Yeah. About really? Yeah. Yeah, it is, yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah. Yeah. For it real. surprised us. It really did. But Fletcher, you know, we're not talking about bad CGI sharks this week. No, we're talking about bad practical effects sharks. Yeah. We're talking about bad, sneaky, murderous sharks full of revenge. Shark assassins. Shark assassins. That's with a the very big shark. World. Fletcher, what did we do this week on Super Tap Film Club? Jaws, the revenge. The revenge. This time it's personal. This time it's personal. That's where that actual that that actually came from. This that's, time it's that's personal. That's the tagline. Yeah, the tagline. This time it's fucking ludicrous. This time it's yeah, it's really silly. It's really <laughs> stupid. Like, no, sharks are not that clever. Sharks aren't capable of, of aren't capable of vitriolic revenge. They're not capable of holding a grudge. They just they they're not. Mate, this shark's exploded three times. Yeah, he's really the same pissed shark? off. It's, it's the same shark. That's I what they said. Son of Jaws. <laughs> no, no, it's the same shark. So why Michael is he Kane... gigantic compared to the first film then? Because There's fucking he... megalodon in this. No, he is that big in the first film. It's just they also use real footage, real shark footage in that film, so he varies in size. But in this one, they don't use any actual shark footage. No, it's no, just, it's just big puppet shark all the way through. Yeah, but yeah, sharks are frightening. Sharks, you're scared of sharks, aren't you? Sh- you? You don't like sharks. I'm so scared of big, of like great white sharks. It's a good job we live in Derby, which is the smack bang centre of the country, really, isn't it? It's pretty you nowhere near any shark. Yeah, <laughs> you, you're all right. You're going to be all right. You did get scared when we were watching this, though, didn't you? I did. For a second. I did actually get frightened. Don't worry, mate. You got frightened by Jaws 4. Jaws? (laughs) I can absolutely empathise with, but Jaws 4, fuck a duck. Mark, you don't understand. I'm not joking when I say I'm so scared of sharks. But they're not going to come. I know, but they look at them. Shit, what's that? No, don't. There's someone at the door. Don't do this. I think it's... I thought it was a shark. It's fine. The cat's gone to the, the window like, what? The cat thinks it's a shark. So, sorry, I've confused the cat. Have you, have you seen that T-shirt that you can get that's like a parody of Jaws and it says Paws and it's the boat, but it's a cat instead of a shark and the cat's reaching up to bat the boat? I want, oh, I want so that. Nice. I want that a lot. We got, we got a returning star in this episode, guys. We do. Big Peebs is back. Mario Van Peebles. Mario Van Peebles, who uh, wrote his own... in this as well. Michael Bloody Kane's in this one. Mm-hmm. I can't do a Michael Kane. No, can <laughs> I? <laughs> <laughs> they were both offered quite a bit of money to be in this film. I could imagine, because they're like proper actors. Yeah, well, Van Peebles didn't want to do it, and they just inflated, they doubled his pay, and he went, okay. And Well, they doubled his pay, and... He said he'd only do it if he could do the character he wants. Right, he wrote his own script, didn't he? He wrote all his own lines, yeah. Yeah. Improvised peebles. <laughs> yeah, he wrote all the lines. <laughs> and Michael Caine is um, is known for this, his paycheck films. Yeah, Michael Caine is just being 
he's like Michael Caine doing an impression of Michael Caine in this film, isn't he? Do you know that's exactly what I put in my notes? I put Michael <laughs> Michael Caine is playing a very nice Michael Caine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, this is one of his famous paycheck films that he's never watched. Yeah, he just did it. He did it because he wanted to go on holiday for a week. Yeah, to the Bahamas. Yeah, and it paid and they paid him like one and a half million for it. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. And he had to miss the Oscars though. Well, he, he had a few Bahama Mamas down him. <laughs> if you've got that kind of gravitas that you paid a million and a half quid for a holiday in the Bahamas, you go, girl, is what I yeah, say. Go for it. So, 1987, the film starts with a shark's eye view, murky underwater. Amity Island comes into view, guys. The place where the draws all happens. Well, first two happens. They're the ones that sea life's happen. Amity Island, there. This underwater, the underwater bastard is there. He's, he's sneaking up. Jaws He's coming. Jaws is there. Right, out so the that got the first love art because I didn't know whether they'd be able to use the Jaws theme. And the Jaws theme is, without a shadow of a doubt, one of the masterpieces of living history. It's one of the best pieces of music that's been written in the last 50 years. Seriously, and it, yeah. And that, if any, if, if anything deserves a love heart, it is the Jaws theme. So Absolutely. love heart. Absolutely. It's incredible. I was uh, watching this and I could just hear that music and it just really made me want just to watch, watch the first the one. First one. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a shame the rest of the music wasn't very good, but you know, the Jaws theme, get it yeah. done, get it in. Get it in, Bob. Whack it on. Ellen Brody, first thing you see, big fish eye. She's cooking a fish, cooking a fish for her son, Sean, who's replaced his dad at Amity Police uh, Department as the sheriff man, the chief man. Mm. He's gone. The spoilers, he died of fear of sharks. Brody died because he was scared of sharks. Brody died because he was scared of sharks. I relate. Yeah, I mean... That's probably how I'm going to die. Like that guy from Rocky, he died when he saw Mr T, didn't he? Yeah. He died of fright. Yeah, Mighty Mick died because of the ferocious Mr T. Yeah, it's the same with sharks. Equate that to this. That's why uh, Roy Schneider's not there. Mm, yeah. Sharks so scary. <laughs> Christmas. Just don't worry, Fletch. It's nearly Christmas. Christmas is round the corner. Were you scared by the fish teeth on, in in the pan, Fletch, at the start? Because they, they made it look like white, a shark, it, didn't they? It was clever. It's yeah. great white sharks. Oh. Like when you see them in all their oh god, in all their glory. It's just like imagine being underwater and you see one no and you can't swim away because it's just so massive and it just comes at you yeah. calm down calm down and they're just all the... bitey they're and all, like, they're you know all... how big they can get mark the biggest great white shark in the world his name's deep blue six and a half meters long two and a half tons he's huge he's a verifiable monster that's a wild. and they travel all over the world they're everywhere but no we've seen it it goes from New York to the Bahamas in this one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it teleports from New York to the Bahamas. Right, guys. Christmas is just around the corner. Who'd Christmas film! Christmas <laughs> film in July. We've done this as a Christmas special. I know. So, yeah, Christmas is just around the corner. Sean Brody, he's now the uh, the policeman. He wants that, He wants some really good Christmas this year. He says, we're going to get the big tree. The whole tra traditional, the perfect family Christmas. I can't see anything going wrong with this, Mum. It's going to be good. Now, the other son, who was Dennis Quaid in the other film, the last one, 3D, 
he phones. Because he's away working in the in the Bahamas. He's a sea science man. He counts he counts the conch. Mm. He's a snail man. He's, he's a big science man in the Bahamas, and he's there with his wife and his daughter. Uh, what happened to the Sea Life Centre? They they just give that up and go to the Bahamas. Must must have done. You can't have sharks in the Sea Life Centre. You didn't see that. that well, that's what happened in the third one. That that was the conclusion at the end of that film. No, you can't have a shark in the Sea Life Centre. You can't have a great white. No. Well, this is true. There, there are no great white sharks in captivity mm. because of their uh, seasonal migrational habits. Because they go, they have to travel so far all over the place. You can't keep them in captivity. Shark facts. Hot, hot shark facts. Know your enemy. Know your enemy. Like, it's Christmas. <laughs> is that it? It's Christmas in Amity, and it looks bloody lovely. As they're leaving, the, uh, they're walking around discussing the perfect family Christmas tree. They get invited to Eggnog Thursday by the neighbours. I'd like a bit of eggnog Thursday Ooh, in the I middle of like July. You've never had eggnog before. What's it like? It's a snowball at Christmas. Yeah. Oh, it's lovely. It's like it's kind of like boozy fizzy custard. Yeah, that's, that's it. Sounds horrible, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah it's fizzy custard. That sounds disgusting. It yeah. isn't though. It's lovely. The snowball <laughs> at Christmas. Uh, now Sean, he's got his heart set on the biggest Christmas tree that he's ever seen. But he's got to pop into work to do a few bits before he goes. His mum and his wife have gone out to get the tree. He's got. I'm going to pop into the office and see if there's anything needs needs dealing with. While he's there, he gets a phone call. He's about to leave to get the tree, and uh, the receptionist says, "Hold on a minute. Wait there." Phone call. There's a big bit of wood. There's a big bit of wood. It's old docking piling out in the channel. It's blocking the sea, guys. The fishermen can't get in. So he says, oh, I'll get the Coast Guard to do it. Coast Guard's not there, it's Christmas. Not there today. He's there, he's probably practising with all the other guys. Yeah? Down at the Christmas parade. He said, where's where's the other policeman? He's gone dealing with cow tipping, because it's, you know, that's what they do out in the sticks. Cow tipping. So he says, I'll go and get the bloody log off, shall I? Mick Muggins here, Sean Brody. Call home, tell him I'm going to be late. Because he's going to miss Christmas at this rate. Choir practice, the first Noel. The, it looks lovely. It looks so picturesque. Brass band, everyone's having a lovely time, getting ready for the Christmas parade. Sean puts on his big yellow fisherman cagoul coat and he goes out to sea to sort everything out. The Christmas carols ring out as he prepares the boat. Noel, Noel, the first Noel. Is what they're singing. That was beautiful. Oh, it's, it's wholesome. It's a wholesome Christmas vibe, Mark. That's that's what. That's what I love Christmas. We all love. It's my I favorite. like Christmas. And now, I what? just well, it's just this film should be called The Shark That Ruined Christmas. It did. It ruined Christmas. Yeah. So Sean gets in the boat and he sees there is a large bit of wood floating, it's on, it's on a boy thing, and he's like, who, who bloody put this here? And while he's getting closer to it, he's being watched, lads. Underwater, right. underwater eyes see him. Right, and, so uh, what I like about this is it's got lovely, lovely Christmas music. Dun it, dun it. Lovely, yeah. lovely Christmas music. Dun it, dun it, dun it, dun it. Lovely It's so, it is really subversive and yeah. kind of, the shark really does ruin Christmas with, it its, does, yes. with its evil music and that earns another big fat dirty love heart and I feel that it was starting so so well there was yeah. so much to like at the very beginning of this film Jaws at Christmas old characters returning but then, and I won't yeah. spoil it but it was cack on it yeah. 
So Sean's dealing with a bit of wood and then BAM! It's a trap, guys. Jaws has set a trap. He pops up out of the water and he murders Sean. He pulls his arm off and Sean, it takes Sean a minute to notice that his arm's gone. And then he's ready. <laughs> yes, that was so funny. He's like, oh fuck, I've got love lost enough. As if you wouldn't like immediately know you'd lost an arm. Yeah. Because you wouldn't have an arm. Well, now he's, he looks down and he's totally aware he's only got one arm. And he's like, bloody hell, help me. Jaws pops up plops him in the water, he kicks, he's, he's rolling him around like an alligator. Christmas is ruined. Sean screams and thrashing. He's, he's thrashing around, but he's being drowned out by the lovely the lovely children singing the Christmas carols on the beach. It's a shocking first kill, this, I thought. But is it, do you think they're trying to compare it to the shocking first kill in the first Jaws film? First of all, his body, he probably went into shock because sharks have such a powerful bite. They can take a limb off a person like I saw it. And that's what they do. And also, what it did is it smashed up through the bottom of the boat and got him, didn't it? Yeah. Right. Remember the first film when, like, Brody's reading up on sharks and stuff mm -hmm. and his wife is just like, oh, it'll be fine, it'll be fine, and the kids are going out in the little schooner. Mm -hmm. And then she sees a picture of the sharks smashing up through the bottom of the boat oh. and she gets really frightened and she's like, Garrett, get away from the boat. It's a premonition. That's what she was scared of happening. Yeah. And this exact thing, and that's how he died in the end. Wow, but it's too late. It's too late. He sinks, and so does his boat, and blood bubbles up. The sea runs crimson with Ruwenge. And then the murder log just pops up to the top. And the log has teeth marks in it because the shark put it in there on purpose. Yes, the shark laid a trap. It did. <laughs> it's and like Romeo and, Ju Romeo and Juliet, isn't it? Family versus family. Brody versus Jaws. It's a, it's a tale as old as time. <laughs> Well, it Man was 11 minutes exactly that I was certain that this was not the classy, well thought out and wonderful kind of jump scares, etc, etc. Everything that was good about Jaws, yeah. this film w w was not that. No. It's By 11 minutes, it's so clear that this is tat. The, the acting wasn't great. The suspense <laughs> wasn't great. No. The jump scares were non-existent. It was just everything about it is already inferior to Jaws. And I'd made my decision about this film being cack after 11 minutes and the first death. <laughs> well, Michael Brody, he's not Dennis Quaid anymore. He's come back from, from SeaWorld. Well, he hasn't been at SeaWorld, has he? He's been in the Bahamas. He's come back with his family to go and collect his mum. And when he goes there, she's staring out at the sea. And in the house is all the old lady extras from the first two films. Uh, the, the one who slaps Chief Brody because he knew about the shark. She, she's there. And uh, she's staring out to the sea and they say she's been there for hours. Michael goes out to his mum because family and she turns, gives, him, gives his mum a hug. His mum, first thing she says, it came for him. Came for him, Michael. He's like, what, what are you talking about? A bit concerned. He said, it waited all this time and it set a trap and it came for Sean. So yeah, mum's mum knows. Mum's got like a psychic link with Jaws at this point. Later, mum's making dinner and she chucks all the pans on the floor. And she shouts at him, "I want everyone in my family to never go in the water ever again. You need to give up your terrible job." And just she just gets the fear really, really quickly. Don't want anyone I know anywhere near the water ever again. Never. Right? Is it definitely the same shark as the first film? Yes, I think it is. Right, I've not seen two or three ever. I've seen Jaws, and I've seen Jaws the Revenge. 
the shark dies at the end of Jaws. Uh, he blows up in each one. Yeah, he blows. He explodes in all. It's yeah. Kind of like, it's kind of like Alien, where they always blast out the airlock. Yeah. In the second one, he chews through an electrical cable and explodes. In the third one, they just blow them up, don't they? And then in the second, it's this one. He just the first one. They shoot a. Uh, they shoot a canister, air canister. Air canister in his yeah. mouth. Yes. Yeah. It definitely dies. You you, you don't. You, you, you don't recover does. from having your face blown up. Yeah, but he's covered in scars. Mark, he's covered in scars. It is, isn't it? For fuck's sake. Reminds me of a comic book I used to read when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a comic book called Hookjaw that I used to read as a child. Mm. Uh, it was about a shark that used to just eat people, like, used to go after greedy people and eat them. Like a superhero shark? He was a superhero shark. Well, Hook-jaw. I had a thought about this film. Is this a slasher film? Uh, or a splasher film. Is This is like, they're being stalked wow. by the J- Jason Voorhees of the sea. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a monster movie, isn't it? Yeah. But yeah, no, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like Halloween, isn't it? It is this one, yeah. So, but Michael the Grant but... is crazy. In the no, real world, crazy granny saying that this, this creature has a vendetta. It's a yeah. fucking fish. Fish are not capable, well, with their what... brains the size of a pea, of being, of having a vendetta. It's a fish, darling. It's but... a fish. Great, great white sharks aren't normal fish, okay? <laughs> so, <laughs> they're di- no, listen, they're not just fish. They are very killing machines. Yes. Okay. Giant murder fish. Giant murder fish. They've got very complicated, they're very intelligent, complicated. Calm down, you're alright, you're alright, there's none here. Did you know that (laughs) shark skin is made up of tiny little teeth? I didn't know that. So they're all teeth. They are just teeth. (laughs) That can't be true. Why don't you Google it and tell me? Right, okay. Michael says to his mum, he says, Come on, mum, you don't believe all that all that shark voodoo, he says. I laughed at that because he said voodoo. She says sharks don't commit murder, like Mark's saying here. They don't pick people out. And she says it picked out Sean and it picked out your dad. She said, right. he says, what happened to dad? He said, your dad died of fear of sharks. Right, I can't believe that. The, I'm right, pause this, pause this. I'm going to ask somebody whether or not sharks have, like, skin teeth. Alexa, is sharks' skin made of teeth? Might answer your question. A shark has 50 teeth. See, if Alexa thinks she, that it's not made Alexa of teeth. Alexa's clearly not understood your question. <laughs> shark's skin <laughs> is a rough, is is a is a rough surface made of tiny, tiny little teeth. Yeah. Right. Okay, Google. Ah, oh, my phone's not playing. All oh, right. I'm gonna Google it. Is shark skin made of teeth? Shark skin is made of a matrix of tiny, tiny, hard, tooth-like structures called dermal denticles or placoid scales. <laughs> Fuck me, they are actually made of teeth. <laughs> the sharks are made of teeth. <laughs> oh. Oh. I don't think you're grasping quite how scared of sharks I am. Look at the fact, see the fear in his eyes. 
I'm not surprised if they're made of teeth. Fletcher, right, for one, you were born in London, you lived in Leicester, you now live in Derby. You're nowhere near the sea, Bam. Have you ever seen a shark? You've never seen one in the real life. Of course I haven't fucking, what? Of course I haven't fucking seen a shark. Why don't we go to a sea life centre, like in the third one? They don't get... have great white sharks in captivity, I told you. Right. That's okay, why it's right. okay to go to a sea life centre, because you'll never see a great white shark there. Well, you'll never see one in the Bahamas, guys. Yes, you will see one in the Bahamas. It's too warm! No, it's not. I don't like it. No, it's not. World record holder for furthest travelled shark named Lydia goes to the Bahamas once every couple of years. For Lydia? Lydia's a lovely name, motherfucker. Lydia, Lydia is the furthest travelled shark in the world and she goes to the Bahamas sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so, sounds like you, is, is Lydia your auntie, Auntie Lydia? Lydia is a great white shark. She's £2,000. She's got She's skin made of teeth, Malachi. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But Mum is convinced, you'd be a lot like Mum in this, I think, because she's convinced that George is out there in the sea, waiting, watching. But they'll be totally safe in the Bahamas, right? <laughs> no! They work at shark facts. <laughs> I just told you, sharks do go, great white Mario sharks. Van Peebles says it's First of all, they have lots of different kind of sharks in the Bahamas. They've got, normally, they've got like lemon sharks, bull sharks, I think tiger sharks go there, great hammerheads go there. Right. Yes. And sometimes oh, great no. white sharks go there. Okay. All right. Let's let's try and get on with the, the show. So so mum's going to go to uh, mum's going to go to the Bahamas for the remainder of Christmas with the remainder of the Brody family. No sharks. It's a warm place. They ate it. It's too warm. Calm down. On the ferry, they're having a laugh. Mum mum's up and down like a fucking manic yo-yo. This woman. She's laughing. She's crying. She's laughing. She's crying. She's chucking pans on the floor. She's telling everyone to get out of the sea. And then she's dancing with Michael Caine. She's mental. But you would be if a shark's been hunting down your family one by one. It's obvious. And the last thing we see of Amity Island is the murder log, the bait that Jaws set, washing up on the beach. <laughs> a totemistic reminder to all humans. If you fuck with a shark, you might as well just kill yourself. The Brodies, Brodies are on their way to uh, Bahamas. Totally safe Bahamas. It's warm, too warm. The plane flies over, it's flying over the beach, and there's loads of kids having fun in the sun, playing on the beach. Loads of, you know, sea-based activities going on, paragliding, water skis, etc. Banana boat, too warm for a shark, you'd be fine. The pilot, who's flying the plane? Michael Caine. Michael My Caine. name is Michael Caine. Michael Caine is flying the plane. Do you know what, Fletcher, you're just upset that I'm not taking your, your, sh your shark fear seriously. Do you know great white sharks? I can't fly planes, can they? No, they've had more. <laughs> they've had more recorded instances of attacking people than any other type of shark. Yeah. Michael Caine is basically doing the Michael. Also, Caine. theoretically, they could buy the plane because they jump right out of the water. Well, in all the Jaws films, we've seen them eat boats, helicopters, and they eat a vehicle. In this one, these can they can be up to two tons of just muscle and teeth. Yeah. They can they can power out and jump out of the water. I've seen to be it. Fair, I have seen a shark jump out the the, the water and See? eat a plane in Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. Yeah, there you go. I mean that's science facts. They got yeah, a lovely yeah. 
it's Christmas. The taxi driver's singing Merry Christmas to you. So the cinnamon is driving along. It's lovely, lovely. They get to the house and uh, Thea, the granddaughter, is like, oh, my mates are playing down on the pier. She goes running off, playing on a rope swing. Grandma sees this and she loses her shit. She's like, get out of the warm sea. Get out of the bloody warm sea, you bloody kids. You're going to get killed. Jaws is coming. Jaws is coming. He is coming. I really did want to see the, the shark jump out and numb the child at this point, and I was very disappointed it didn't happen. No, oh, I mean, I mean, this shark, this shark, evil. <laughs> Michael shows his mum around, and he gets, shows her a sculpture in the garage, but she don't like it because it looks like Jaws's mouth. She's like, ah, there's a shot from behind it where you see the. Uh, it looks like Elaine's in the shark's mouth, and she just looks concerned at the art. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. That's because Carla, Michael's wife, is a local artist, and it's a commission to the beach. But her mum, her mum hates it. She, she hates it. I hate it. There's <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a turn of events. Mum's out swimming in the clear blue sea now. She's out there, clear as it's like looking through watery glass, warm glass. She's hang on a minute. She said something. She looks back at the beach. She looks out to sea. Back at the beach. Bam! Jaws attack! She's getting ripped up like an alligator, like her son, like all of her family, chewed up like so much brody meat. Oh, it's okay. It's just, a, it's just a nightmare, terrifying dream. It's all okay. You know, well, great white sharks. Their teeth grow back, like their teeth fall out, and they just keep growing back. So they never lose their teeth. That's why Jaws has got too many. In the look at the front of the box. Look, Don't show me the front of the box. It's got too many. I'm not surprised there? by this. He is. They are made of teeth. Yeah, they we are. We grow skin back, so if their skin is teeth, then it makes sense that they would grow well, back teeth. So they've got they, like they've got like secondary rows of teeth. So when the ones at the front fall out, the secondary rows move forward in their mouths and replace the teeth. An underwater view. Michael is in a one-man submarine thing. When I was a child, I used to think they were full of teeth inside as well. Yeah. That used to just move up out of the Like the Sarlacc pit in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Guys, Michael's underwater in a one-man sub. Someone's talking to him. It's a, it's a familiar character from the Tativerse. He's here talking to Michael on a speaker on a stick under the sea. Because that's that, that'll work, won't it? Well, water travel, um, sound travels better underwater. Well, then, well, that's how whales communicate with each other. Can sharks talk to each other, Fletch? No, they can't. They don't communicate. They're actually lone hunters, so they um, they don't tend to uh, communicate with each other. But yeah, Peebles is here. We've got Peebles. Peebles and Michael, sea science team, scientists right. of the sea. Right, okay. Here's the thing. I looked this up. Mario Van Peebles is from Mexico. He is not he is. from Jamaica. He and is. that accent is definitely a thing. Yeah. The, the accent, he has got a terrible accent in this film. He really it's, has. It goes in and out of hideous stereotype to ever so slightly less hideous stereotype to utterly fucking offensive. It's clearly put on and yeah. it's terrible. Why well, he did said, he want to do this? Well, he wrote his own lines. He had full creative control over this. But That's he did what I mean. Say, Why did he make himself bad accent Jamaican guy who's actually from Mexico? What are you talking about, Mom? 
He says mon after every line. He says line. mon all the time. And it's like, oh, right in Oh, it's just so fucking racist. <laughs> so people he borders just... on blackface. He is black. He is black. Yeah, but what I'm getting at is the hideous stereotype is as nearly he's as a... bad as blackface. He's also of, like, Caribbean descent as well. But that's not Jamaican. Bahamas. Oh, yeah, okay. So, but, but, but what? But it's just really bad. It's clearly not his accent, and yeah. I don't like it. I wouldn't go so far to call it racist, though. It nudges it. They're counting conscious. They're seamen. <laughs> I didn't mean, That's funny. I didn't. I didn't actually mean that. But they're people of the sea. Uh, well, they are. They've they've gone beyond Chief Brody in the first film. They've become a seafaring people. They are they are seafaring family, yeah. Which is the opposite of what they should have been doing. Yeah. They should Get have out. just gone back to New York. Go to New York. It's a Brody family Christmas. It's perfect. Mr. and Mrs. Peebles are over as well, and they've all got the eggnog out. They're reminiscing about good times. Before the sharks came, the good times. Peebles has bought Michael a classic Hawaiian shirt. We love a Hawaiian shirt. On Super Tap Film Club, and he says, "May your sex life be as busy as that horrible shirt." <laughs> that's a line. Yeah, Thea gets a tea. Thea gets a tea set. That's a classic Christmas gift for a child. It's good. Mum walks out to look at the sea all sad, and she says, "I want you to change your job. Get out of the sea. Get out of the sea, people." And she's like, "He says it's too warm, Mum. It's too warm. There won't be any sharks. What I'm doing is perfectly safe." But under the sea, guys, something is coming. Jaws is actually here, and they reveal Jaws straight away. They sit, they show him swimming on his way, don't they? Yeah, what well, weird way to reveal it as well, <laughs> because they spend, because you see two shark attacks so far. Yeah. And they do, they take a lot of pains to not reveal the, the monster. And then like, they just, not like in all the good yeah. Yeah. Uh, You've just got all these shots of just people being attacked, flashes of teeth, and it's really good. And then, just, you know, it's like they're building up towards the reveal, like in all of these types of films. But then he's just there. He's just there about half an hour later. Yeah, he's just he's there. swimming to the Bahamas. Yeah, he's just, yeah. yeah. They could have just shown, like, a dorsal fin going towards the Bahamas, couldn't they? Yeah, not just the actual puppet. Did you know that the shark vendetta that you're decrying and saying isn't as good as the, uh, makes it worse and inferior to the original Jaws film, mm. was the original ending to the first Jaws film. The, well, there's clearly uh, a reason why they cut it, isn't there? Because it's cack. <laughs> the, the original Jaws film was supposed to end up a shot of Amity Island. And then it pops up. And various shark fins w- moving towards the island. Ah, so they're coming in, swarming in like wasps of the sea. Yeah, it ends with shark Ruwenge. Ah, right. Yeah, Most... that would have been shit, wouldn't it? That would have ruined a really yeah, good they film. Made, yeah, they made them cut, yeah, they cut it out. Uh, Mama Brody's now she's calmed down a bit now. She's playing on the beach with Thea, making sandcastles. But as soon as she touches the sea, she's like, what the fuck is that? She stands up, bolt upright, looks out to sea. She's like, what is she? She can sense the sharks coming. Yeah, she's like psychically linked to the shark. Psychically linked. She really is. I mean, at this point, why not? Why not? Yeah, you might as well. This is when they mix, I noticed with this with the uh, theme tune, they mix the Jaws theme with a little bit of a Nightmare on Elm Street style horror. Music, don't you know? What? I noticed that as well. Definitely tat horror film music. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I put that in. I also put that they mentioned Princess Die. They should yeah. have played Candle in the Wind. 
<laughs> she was she was still alive then, mate. She was still alive. Uh, also, they spent, they spent all their money hiring Van Peebles and Kane, so they're yeah. not going to fucking... Can't get any royals in getting Elton John song, aren't they? Yeah. So Mum's looking out at sea, the scary, warm sea. Theod snaps her out of it. She's like, all right, we'll carry on with the sandcastles. Michael Caine r- rows into view on a little boat because he's been fishing. He says, I don't know why I fish here. I never bloody catch anything. <laughs> and he lands, on the, <laughs> he lands on the beach and he proceeds to chat up uh, Widow Brody, the old Widow Brody, with his smooth old Michael Caine moves. Now, Michael and Peeves are doing science out at sea on their old boat. Michael sees his mum walking on the beach with smooth old Michael Caine, and he's like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not too keen on this. Mm, he's prime Michael Caine prime, as well. Yeah, he's, he's gorgeous. Golden, golden mm. curly locks Michael Caine. A, a good word to uh, mahogany. Mm, he's mm. My, that's my favourite Michael Caine, is golden curly locks. Golden curly. Mm. It's not he's sad. a particularly attractive Michael Caine. I mean, there's a, there are various Michael Caines. You know, I went and viewed this uh, shared house that I was going to live in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it's and it's owned by this uh, eccentric old woman who has like this uh, room with a grand piano in it where she entertains. And there's all these pictures on the wall mm-hmm. of her with Michael Caine. Really? Yeah. What, down the road from here? Um, in, in the city centre here. Yeah, I'll pop down and say there. Yeah, so there's a picture of there with like Michael Caine and Robert Plant. Oh, well. Robert Plant. Ah, yeah. ah, ah. Well, so you're going to live in a house with a with a grand piano and pictures of Michael Caine. Of her and Michael Caine. <laughs> with this with this weird old lady. Yeah, yeah. Were you her. paying rent or are you paying sexual favours? She had this huge house with all these rooms that she rented out. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's just, just this giant old house. Full of like, there's like a suit of armor in the in the bathroom. Where is this? It's it's in the city centre. Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Why That's the hell didn't you decide to live there? A house with a fucking grand piano and it, and a suit of armor. That sounds like something out of like yeah, this, like me home or something. Yeah, this old lady who in her like in her glory days used to be with hanging out with Michael Caine and Robert Plant and like it was loads of people with her on like old pictures of her as this like beautiful like young flapper mm. with all these uh, with all these Movie ridiculous stars. people. Yeah. Good stuff. I actually know the house you mean because I used to live opposite from it. They've got a garden on the roof. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's and there's a, a crazy man that goes out and collects cans that lives there. Yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, but they've that got was partly why I didn't want to move in because old people live there were mental. Mm-hmm. Yeah, garden on the roof, basically live opposite that. Mm-hmm. So Michael Caine, he's uh, talking to uh, old widow Brody on the beach, and she's saying, "I've got a really bad feeling about this." I said, I, "You know, it sounds mental, but I think there's a shark coming to murder everyone." And Michael Caine says, "I always bloody listen to my. I can't fucking do it." That was Gary Daniels. That was Gary Daniels, wasn't it? Gary D. Gary. Gary, Gary! He said, they always listen to my bloody feelings. My bloody feelings. Bloody feelings. Bloody feelings. She says, I think I'm going crazy. I'm having nightmares about sharks and jaws. And he said, maybe it was an accident. She says, no, it was no accident. I can say for certain that it was jaws. And he killed Sean on purpose. I know he's coming. I know he's coming. Now, Mum's mood instantly changes because she's up and down like a manic yo-yo. Now she's cheerful and she has to go out on Michael Caine's, Michael Caine's plane. And he's like, you're all right. You're all right because you were just sad. 
a second ago. Now you want to go on a plane? Yeah. I yeah. feel like this film. I feel like this is one of the good things about this film. Yeah. Is it has this really in-depth depiction of trauma. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Well, they're going up and she's yeah. So it's like she's constantly she's trying to just live normally, but then she's suddenly she just drops back into that trauma, like back and forth, like say yo-yo. Yo-yo. It's. A, I think I feel like it's a really good. Michael Shane, he takes her to a, a local festival. A junk canoe! It's a bloody junk canoe! That was a partridge. No, okay, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's full of tall tales, isn't he, Michael Caine? He's just said, one time I was flying supplies up the Amazon and I came down in a bloody jungle and I was picked up by this... I can't do it. But that's what he talks like all the way through this film. It's like Michael Caine doing a Michael Caine impression. Michael Caine's the one you can't do. That's the one I can't do. I could do Gary Daniels, I could do... You can't do Gary I can, I can do Criminals. <laughs> yes. Yes. See? Yes, that's criminal. Oh, do you know what you can do, Mark? Go on. South African. See the American? can do a very good South African. That is Did you hear that? South African, actually. It's a very good one. We were watching Lethal one Weapon One too. of my friends was a South African when I was a kid, you see. And his dad always used to order Colin Blick Label at the rugby club. That is very good. That is actually genuinely very good. Yeah, yeah, see what I mean? We were watching Lethal Weapon 2 and he was doing it the whole time. <laughs> Call him Blick Label. <laughs> Brilliant. So when I grew up in like, um, my school, one in four kids was like Indian or Pakistani. So I can do a very, very offensive, but quite accurate Indian yeah, accent. Not... And also, they taught me all of the dirty words in Punjabi. So yeah, I can like, tell you many, many foul words. I couldn't tell you my name is Mark, but I could tell you um, fuck and your mum's pants and various other amusing yeah. Urdu swear words. Okay, well, just very quickly now. Mark? Yeah? What's the word for fuck in Punjabi? It was Urdu. I got, got, I got it wrong. It was Urdu that I learned. Okay. Um, in to to tell if you wanted to tell someone to fuck off, it would be uh, Haramda. 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 Brilliant. Brilliant. I know how to say That's... fuck off in Polish. Go on. Mm. It's uh, spierdala. Nice. Mm. Would so you like one... uh, what um, your mom's pants is in Urdu? Please. Telamadi kuchi. Oh, that's a really fun. That just sounds really fun to that. say. Well, while um, Michael Cave is, is sweening old widow Brody up at this Christmas Junkanoo festival, it's a bloody Junkanoo! Oh God, Gary Daniels, get out. <laughs> Michael and Peeps are out on the big raft counting conch, because that's what they do. They're the conch counters of the sea. This time Peeps is underwater and Michael is talking down the stick. But while he's down there, bam! George just swims past him and he looks at Peebles and he's like, you're not a member of the Brody family. I don't want you. And he swims past Greek Peebles and goes for the boat. And he just jumps. And he fucking people says we've got a big we've got a big fish down here. And Michael says, "Oh yeah, how big? Bang! Bloody jaws, mate, biting your raft." He heaves out of the water, and Michael's in shock. He says, "He can't be jaws. It's too warm." Mum at the junkanoo at the Christmas festival with Michael Kane. She stops dead, which is linked to the shark. Michael Kane says, Are "You all right?" And she just wears, she goes, uh, yeah, and she pretends she's all right, and then just do it, does, does some mum dancing. 
just to pretend she's all right. But the family's in peril. She knows it's in peril, but she pretends to be okay. Michael Caine tries to, you know, tell her everything's it's all right. And he says, sharks come and go, Ellen. People have got nothing to do with it. But, you know, all she wants now is a drink with an umbrella in because she's cracking up, she's up and down. This film is absolutely batshit crazy, isn't it? <laughs> and then they're, they're walking along, having a dance, and Michael Caine says, don't worry, the bloody nightmares will go away eventually. <laughs> it's just Gary Daniels. Oh, yeah. But out at sea, out at sea, the real nightmare has taken place. Jaws was here to knock off Michael. Peebles is safe, thank God. But Jaws just fucked off. Said so I ain't never seen a big fish like that. Never, not round here. Why did it come up? So I looked this film up online, right? And it's much maligned for the shark not being very good. I mm. thought the shark was all right. I thought that the the model was really scary and it was quite bitey, and I thought it looked all right. Honestly, it's no different from the first. No, one. it's just that it's just but that it's too. It's on the camera too much. Yeah, there's not enough restraint. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably fair. But I read that, did right? I read that people were whining about you could see the mechanics in some shot. So I was actually looking for that. I couldn't see it. I saw it on oh. uh, the two bits. I noticed it. There's one the bit when the, when when it's dragging down peeves at the end. You can see a bit, and then there's there's just like little. But it's a fucking puppet. It's not a real shot. Stop moaning about it. You know, that's my is my logic. So mm, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna make a sequel to a to a franchise like Jaws, there's yeah. always going to be people moaning, isn't there? I mean, look at Star Wars. Look at fucking, don't get me started on Star Wars. <laughs> Michael is terrified. He thinks he's seen a ghost, a shark ghost, a ghost of the sea. But Peebles, on the other hand, is excited because he's like, a big, beautiful shark, man, out there in the warm water. It's not supposed to be there. And he says, like, man, it's not supposed to be there, man. Michael looks scared. Is no one on this on his crew aware of the blood feud between the Brodies and the Jaws family <laughs> of Shark and Man? Because nobody seems <laughs> nobody seems bothered, do they? Peeves says, "Oh, don't tell anyone about this shark because the fishermen will fucking kill it as soon as they as soon as they find out about it." And Michael says, "Oh yeah, by the way, don't tell me mum about this. She's been thinking the shark's going to come, so we just won't tell her about it. We're basically going to gaslight her." So why didn't they tell the fishermen? And then the fisherman would have fucking killed the fucking fish. And then yeah. brilliant, the fish is dead. Family vendetta is saved. No dead, no dead Brady's. And well, they don't want to kill it. They want to study it. Yeah, they want to look at it. They're beautiful shark. That's it. I mean, that's what they do. That's their job, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know. That's what people's is excited about. Because they've been counting conch, Mark. All they're doing is counting conch. He wants to look at a shark. Mm. Right, Did you, you know... said this a lot now. What the fuck's a conch? The shells underground. Yeah, the big the big shells. <laughs> you blow down them in Peter Pan. Oh, like in... Um... <laughs> Lord well, of the Flies. That, that says, I was going to say Lord of the Flies. That says, mm, a yeah. lot of, that says a lot about you and me and a lot about Malachi, that you and I <laughs> went for Lord of the Flies. He went for fucking Peter Pan. <laughs> Hey, Hello. I've read a fucking ton of books. Both are classic literature. I've read a ton of books this this lockdown, mate. We're even we're balancing the phone on my current book that I'm reading at the moment. Spot, Spot the dog doesn't count. Oh my god! Funnily <laughs> enough, got it here. For <laughs> sake. Yeah. I love it. That was my gag, and you've actually been reading Spot the fucking dog. Last night. <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. It's got really thick. Pages on it, so I can't dribble all over yeah. and ruin them. 
we can't pop them open because they're for, they're for my nephew, and uh, we're going to we, we we can should open it. Mog the forgetful cat. That's a classic. Oh, he, he's got them all, mate. He's got them all. Hungry cat pillar. Oh, beautiful book. Oh, do you know what? Hungry Caterpillar. Do you know when I was a teacher? Yeah. My mate showed some kids the Hungry Caterpillar. But they freaked out. Well, what happened was, because sometimes at the end of a lesson, one of the uh, one of the other teachers will come in and they'll just be like, oh, just finish the lesson now. I've got something I need to do. Like their form tutor. Yeah. And he was showing these kids the Hungry Caterpillar. And it eats all the food and it gets a stomachache and it curls up. And, the, and then the teacher came in and went, Oh, yeah, can you turn that off? I've got to do some. And he had to turn it off. And all the kids were like, What happened to the camera? What happened? Oh. He fucking died. <laughs> oh, that's awful. Michael uh, is concerned. Kane has been out all night with his mum, dropping her off late. He's looking out the window going, Because Michael Kane is a, bit, is a bit of a ladies' man. I'm not sure about this. His wife. Flicks his pants at him. Yeah. So he knows it's on. He says, I'll help you take your mind off things. But he doesn't say a fucking word about that shark because he's a liar. Well, he's he's admitting the truth, lying. Well, he's concealing the truth. You know what? I just saw that, Mark. Yeah. It's a mission, isn't it? Yeah. Is that, well, it is just as bad. Well, it's bad. It's it's bellendery, but it's technically not lying, surely. Oh, Oh. really, Mark? Is that your loophole? Is that your loophole, is it? We'll Mm -hmm. leave it there. Mm -hmm. I said it was bellendery. (laughs) (laughs) So he goes to bed without a single word about the killer shark swimming all the way from New York to eat eat exact revenge and totally ruin Christmas. Not a peep. New Year's Eve, Happy New Year, casino, everyone's dressed to the nines. Hoagie's wasted, losing all his money on their fucking gambling machine, not the gambling machines, the uh, casino situations. Mm. The money means nothing to Hoagie. Have you ever played craps? No, I haven't. I've never it's... been to a casino. Have well, you not? I had a go. Or yeah. I was going to have a go, but it was really fucking complicated, so I went on the roulette instead. Yeah, I've played roulette and blackjack at a casino. I've never done it. I don't see the point, because I might lose. I might lose. I liked the roulette. I had a nice time. I had $200 at Las Vegas, and I was like, right, if you double it, quit. If you lose, that's okay, because you plan to spend $200. I had a happy couple of hours on the roulette. Mm. An attractive lady bought me free beers. And, and, um, you know, I I put a bit on this, a bit on that. Always bet on black, etc., etc. And at one point, I got to about $320, and I was like, oh, yeah, who's good at this random fucking chance game? You are the roulette queen. And then I lost it all. They lost it all, yeah. And they chucked yeah. you get out. <laughs> and but, but, right, I was pissed. So, yeah. you know, it was it was a very expensive piss-up. Did you did you charm an American lady with your exotic British accent? No. <laughs> I was a fella, and I don't want to... I don't want to charm ladies. I want to charm men. They're at more... I've played a roulette. Play a little bit clever. <laughs> Can I have a glass of him too, please? <laughs> That's exactly what I sound like. <laughs> so, Fuck it's you. New Year's Eve. <laughs> <laughs> it's New Year's Fuck. Eve. Peebles nearly lets it slip at the table. He's like, oh, I forgot to tell you all about the massive... And Michael goes, Shut up, don't say anything to my mum about the sharks. Mom. Mom. <laughs> and then he goes and dances with his mum. Michael Caine says... The world would be a better place if more fucking mothers 
what? The world would be a better place if more sons danced with their mothers. With their mothers. With their mothers. With their mothers. Oh, he went a bit Alfred at the end. He went a bit Master Wade. Master Wade. Master Wade, I've cared for your family. That's it's your cries. Rang out through the tools. And what do we do when we fall down? What do we do when we fall down? We bloody get up, that's what we do. We play the bloody doors off. Michael, uh, I love it when he cackles. Michael dances with his mum, and his mum says to him, "Do you know what? I, I, I think I'm going a bit mad about the shark thing. I think it's the stress of everyone dying. The shark's not coming. I don't think the shark's coming." Michael knows the shark's already there. He's like, "Yeah, mum, it's fine. <laughs> don't say a word. No wonder he's sweating at night. He can't sleep. He's having fever dreams about the teethy demon that is in there." Yeah. Because he's feeling the same kind of family trauma. Yeah. But he's not talking about it. Which he's not is talking about it, yeah. Kind of trauma isn't genetic. You can't get fear of sharks. Well, from the um, fact that your dad's got the fear of sharks. Don't tell me trauma isn't genetic, because there are schools of thought about genetic trauma. <laughs> but you can no, but you can be traumatized by the bad thing happening to a family member, but you can't inherit the trauma. Genetically, it, it, uh. that is up for debate. Right. So if my dad gets upset that no. I don't know, no, mom, no, 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 we're not. Right. So if my it. dad gets upset that my mum puts too much pepper in his shepherd's pie and it was too spicy for him, I get a fear of chili pepper. Is that what you're saying? No, no. I'm saying, uh, and that's what I'm saying. You can be traumatized by a bad event happening to your dad, but you can't then. You, oh, I know what I'm getting at anyway. It's just silly. This film's very silly. This film's not silly. This Ma- film is about very real trauma of great white sharks. <laughs> Mario Van Peebles and Michael are on the boat now. Peebles has sent everybody else home and he's making a transmitter to stick in the shark because they want to they want to monitor it. Because it's better than conch, it's better than snails. They want to monitor it. Oh, <laughs> M- Mark. <laughs> Mark. I amuse me. You've you've hit bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, Michael's not convinced. He's like the, the grant that we've got is for counting snails, not following murderous sharks from America. Renegade sharks. Peebles has got jaws fever. He's like, I want to study it. This is what we got. We got a rare bird here, Mon. A great white. Don't come down to Bahamas never. Which isn't true. Peebles said it's true, and he's a man of science. Michael says he's in, but he clearly has reservations about the bad shark because it's bad shark voodoo happening right before his eyes. I'm not going to argue with a shark scientist, but between me and Mario Van Peebles, I'll take my chances. Because Michael is keeping this to himself, he's getting stressed out at home. He's shouting about rubbish. Who's taking the rubbish out? He's busy. His wife, she's busy doing sculptures for the beach. He's doing art. He's doing art, yeah. Just tell your fucking wife. Right, can I ask you something about when... You know when they tempt Jaws with, like, meat? Yeah. yeah. So that they can they can mark him. Is it me? And it could just be me being weird, because, you know, stranger things have happened. But is it me, or does the meat look like it's fake? Oh, yeah, it does look like fake meat, yeah. Particularly in America, meat is not expensive. Why didn't they just get... Armour's oh, mate. cow... Rather than having this meat that looked like fake meat. 
But I, why didn't they actually get real cow? This is the point know. in the film that we're in. They are chucking like big bits of beef and stuff in the sea. They, the, the guy, William, is just it's like blood all up the side of the boat. I think it's lamb, you know. Is it? Is it lamb? Well, yeah, because it's not big enough to be beef. Yeah. The Peebles, they've got Peebles on the end of a rope dangling over the sea with his science spear. So what he's going to do is they've tempted him up with some beef legs or some lamb legs. Yeah. And he's going to... Some lamb shells. Some lamb shells. Delicious. Ooh. And he's going to stick the transmitter in his side. Peebles is. So Jaws comes up and he rears up out of the water. <laughs> takes the meat. Peebles go... There you go. Transmitter on him. Now we can follow the shark. Boom. Boom. Whoop. <laughs> do you reckon sharks like lamb? I don't know, I think they just like meat in general, really. Well, no, they don't, do they? They've got a particular diet, you see. They eat seeds. Do they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, well, they don't like people. They actually don't like the taste of people. Mm. Is that on TripAdvisor? Obviously, we've got all these instances of them biting people and taking their limbs off. Mm. But that's because they've just got such a powerful bite. The shark's mouth is like its hands, that's how it tests things and finds mm. out what they are. But often-wise, when people have a limb missing from a shark, uh, most of the time it ends up washing up on the shore eventually. They spat it out. Yeah, <laughs> because they're just like, oh no, that's not for me. Oh, that's a bit fatty. Apparently, like surfers, like on the board, look like seals. they kind of look like seals yeah, from the bottom. Yeah, that's why they get surfed. So they often, they'll come up and just have a, have a nibble. But a nibble might bite you in arm. Yeah, because they're big bloody sharks. Because they're fucking terrifying. So yeah, he pops out the street, out the sea, out the street. Pops out the sea, bop! People pops the uh, little uh, tracking mechanism in him. He does. Back on dry land, Michael Caine is romancing the uh, widow Brody with two Bahama Mamas. Bahama Mamas. Bahama Mamas. What's in a Bahama Mama? A Bahama Mama is like a pina colada, but without the coconut. Uh, with orange juice instead. So orange juice, pineapple juice, white rum, grenadine, and it's all like crushed ice. Maybe like a shot of Malibu as oh, well. exotic Malibu. Mm. That sounds well good, that. Yeah. Lovely. We'll get some of them when we go back outside. Yeah. We could go down the bunk and get some chicken and two Bahama Mamas. Yeah, we can. We can, we can go there. Millie went there the other day, but they, made, they put her in a different room from all the other people. Because of the quarantine, I'm not saying... Is it because she's weird? My daughter is not weird. Because <laughs> your daughter's weird. Like, <laughs> your daughter? Yeah. She's genetically weird? There you go, see. Yeah. There you go, see. Okay. Hereditary trauma. <laughs> <laughs> Back on the boat, they're following Jaws out at sea, but they can't find him because he keeps... He keeps he's like, evading them. And, and, and people says, this is... When people say... Right, he says, come on, come on, you overgrown fish. I hate when people say overgrown something. They used to say it in, like, the Ghostbusters cartoon quite a lot. Uh, but Jaws is gone. Jaws is gone. And the people's is like, all right, Mr. Fishmon, we'll come back tomorrow and we'll find you. Later that night, Michael is riddled with sweat. He's having bad shark nightmares. Just tell your fucking wife. Tell your wife about the shark. He's a cunt, isn't he? He's not a cunt. He's, he's not a cunt. Look, he's having the trauma as well, just like his mum is. But the thing he's is, not saying anything. Yeah, I know. But this is why it's such a great depiction, because generally men don't talk about their trauma, do yeah. they? And that's a big problem. This is why it's such a great depiction of trauma. Yeah. Deep back, Fletch. Sharks are made of teeth. There you go. I know fucking sharks are made of teeth. Like, Sorry. I know. I, know I learned an interesting fact today. 
Yeah. The next day, Michael is in the one-man sub now because they totally they don't give a shit about the shark, really, do they? Peebles isn't isn't taking anything seriously at all. He's dicking around with the underwater speaker on a stick. Stick. He's going like basically making the Jaws music. Can he go? Boo, boo. He does. He does the Jaws music. <laughs> it's clear it's supposed to be the Jaws music. Like he knows he's in a film. Yeah. So he's done a deal with him. Sam Peebles would have wrote that himself, yeah. and then I yeah, do the Jaws would. music into the water. Was Van Peebles actually a vaguely impressive actor at this point? He's been in loads of tat. He, yeah, he has, but I, he's a, he is a proper actor. I feel like Van Peebles is more of a, a director, though, isn't mm. he? He's no Melvin Van Peebles, which is his dad. But who is actually in yes. this? Yes, Melvin Van Peebles is in this film. You <laughs> see, he's at the, uh, the art launch at the beach. Yeah, he's Mr. Witherspoon. Mr. Witherspoon. <laughs> so the plan is, like, they've done the deal. He says, all right, Michael. We'll do half, half snails, half sharks when yeah, we're going yeah. out. So, like, you do the snail bit, then I'll do the shark bit. Michael has been far too casual about the whereabouts of the shark, to be honest. He seems more more bothered about his snail work. But he asks Peebs if there's any sign of Jaws, and he says, no, he's not about for now. Nothing, nothing but another cool, calm, tickly day in the Bahamas, Mom. No one seems to give a shit about Jaws. Then, boom, boredom. Budum, heartbeats, shit, it's Jaws. The Budumps are getting closer. Jaws is coming back. Closer, closer still. And then we get the Jaws thing. And Peebles tells Michael now, he leaves it till now. He's like, oh, he's coming. He's coming towards you, you better get out of the water. But Michael, he's, he's down in the water looking for bloody conch because he's conch mad. He's conscious. He's con yeah, very good. Wow. So he, he drops the You con said monitor, so don't you fucking come to me with that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so he's it's in the a fair cop. He sees Jaws coming for him, so he's like, right, I'm going to hide in this shipwreck. So he hides in the shipwreck, but Jaws gets in with him. Jaws stalks the corridors. Stalks the corridors. Like, yeah. I love oh, I couldn't this, think of anything. Yeah. I couldn't think of anything more terrifying. Jason Voorhees of the sea. Oh, I love this bit. It's fucking ludicrous. No fish has that level of intelligence to follow someone through the wreckage, but... I'm hyperventilating. But <laughs> it did earn a love heart because it's proper tat horror scary, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, so... legitimately scary. And well, he thinks it's safe, and then Jaws bursts through the wall. <laughs> it's brilliant. It's a brilliant, ludicrous, wonderful scene that makes no sense, but I don't care because it was fun. So Michael uses his oxygen tank to swim rapidly to the surface. And if he'd have done that in real life, he'd have got the bends and his blood would have gone all bubbly. I was going to say that. Would the, the the deepness that he was, would he have got the bends or was he yeah. high up enough that he wouldn't have got the bends? Yeah, he wasn't really that deep, was he? I don't know. I don't know. It, I, still I, I, did, I did highlight that myself, but I don't know enough about the levels that... If, of, of water before you get the bends. Sea yeah. science, you need to speak to Bar Mario Van Peebles about it because he's the man to talk about science. Yeah. Science of the sea. We're not aquatic experts. Right. Um. Michael is now scared of the sea. Now it's bothering him. Now he's bothered. He's like, I don't want to go down there counting conch because there might be a there might be a fucking shark. Now he feels the pinch. Now he makes a move. While all this is going on, Carla's Carla's sculpture is being unveiled at the beach by Peebles' dad. By big, by big Daddy Peeps. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, do you reckon that was another thing? He was like, right, 
my dad's all, got to be you've got to pay me more money let me write all my lines and also my dad needs some work he's going to do the bit on probably. the probably yeah Genuinely, yeah, that probably happened. So while while um, Big Daddy Peeps is doing the ceremony for the sculpture, Thea, granddaughter, she's getting bored. It's adult talk. She's on the beach. There's people playing with footballs, volleyball, stuff out in the sea. One of the bikes with the big wheels that goes round. And the classic eighties holiday item, the banana boat. Have you ever been yeah. on a banana boat? I have. Yeah. Me too. Yay. They're dead good, aren't they? They are amazing. Yeah. All I remember about it was like. It hurt my hands trying to hold on to it. That's, that's my one memory from it. But I, lo- I like doing dangerous things. I've always had since I was a child. Maybe it was the brick in the end that, that did that. So, so yes, yeah, Thea goes out on a banana boat and they're saying, yeah, it'll be fine. She says, look, my mate's there with her mum. She won't get eaten by the shark. She's at the back. <laughs> so she goes out to sea. And while, while, while she goes out to sea, Elaine gets the sense. She gets the, the, uh, the jaw senses tingling. She looks out to see it. She's like, the bloody shark's coming for them kids on there. But it's not coming for them kids. It comes for the one on the end. Gobbles her down in front of all the children. The mum that was going to keep them safe. Jaws is here. This was the bit that actually I got frightened. When when Malachi mentioned I got scared earlier, this was the bit. Was this when you got scared? When, when it came <laughs> to the lady from the... Uh, Do you see how nervous I was when yeah. we were watching the <laughs> So this did earn a love heart for me, just because it was such a massive nom. The shark just comes out, big nom, dead lady, well good. Yeah. It's just that... I'm sorry that it upset you, Fletch, but I really <laughs> enjoyed it. It's just it's just that feeling of, like, helplessness, yeah. you know? Like, a shark can, like, move through water so quickly and it can kill you so fast. But you like you're just out of your element, aren't you? And you can't just yeah. get away. It's kind of like you know when you have that dream, that nightmare, where someone's attacking you and you're trying to fight them off, but it's just all like useless. Nothing's, yeah. nothing's happening. Yeah. You're trying to run, but you're not moving. It's kind of like that, but real. But it's a real life situation. You can be in water, and not. Mm. You can't just run away. That does make a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah. Uh, for your information, Malachi, no, I did not go in the sea in Australia. It's full of marine crocodiles, box jellyfish, and fucking great white sharks. Did you do them? Just sit inside? Because Australia wants to kill you when you go off the plane. Yeah, to be oh. fair, the outside's got really fucking <laughs> scary snakes and spiders that will yeah. kind of like murder you. Oh yeah, I saw I saw a load of huntsman spiders. Oh yeah, Cass, Cass sent me a photo of it. He was in Australia before the lockdown. That, that huntsman spider you sent the photo of. Fucking And he was like, fuck you! Yeah, they are fucking huge. They are huge. Yeah. They do weights. They're fucking massive. They're like, like a man. Yeah, they, they do. They crabs the size of a dinner plate as well. Uh, yeah. Go, there's a reason people used to get sent there. Because it's full of horrible, nasty creatures that kill. Crabs are like the kind of arachnid, aren't they? Like crustaceans. Yeah, yeah. Thing. I think just like the, the hot climates, you just get bigger things. So big stuff like same here, greenhouse, big pants, big spiders. Ellen Brody now is fucking enraged because Jaws has tried to gobble down her granddaughter and she says, Fuck Jaws, this is it. And she steals steals Michael and Pete's boat and she rides out to the sea to find Jaws. And she's riding around looking for Jaws in the sea. Back home, Thea's in shock and Michael's now home. And he's like, What the bloody hell happened here? This guy, this could have been played so much better if yeah. it wasn't for the fact that the shark was 
clearly did have a vendetta, despite not being capable of having a vendetta because it's a fish. If they could have played this film in a way that made it more like Ahab in Moby Dick, with this woman yeah. slowly going insane, rather than genuinely playing it that she had like this telepathic link with a fucking fish, it could yeah. have actually been a really good film, a kind of re, kind of you know, a reimagining of Moby, Moby Dick. Dick. Yeah. That would have been brilliant. But this is yeah. fucking ludicrous. Yeah, but the thing is, Mark, this is film number four. Mm. You know, at this point, you have to be like, maybe this shark does have a vendor. <laughs> yeah. But this right. is the first one that posits the idea that it's the same shark in all the films. The others, they're just like, fuck, it's another shark. This one, it's like, oh no, it's been me all along. Do you remember um, the original book? It's like Rikishi when he ran out of Steve Austin with it. We watched that. <laughs> we watched that last night. Sorry. Do you, do you the, um, the original novel, Jaws? I do. A lot of it's from the shark's perspective, which I enjoyed. It was um, it was his biggest regret, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, he felt like the book did so much damage to sharks because then... Like, because he wrote this book that became this insanely popular film about a great white shark as a man-eater. Yeah. And it it really actually did cause shark death to go up. People were killing more fucking great whites. They're reading the book, shark. Right. Well, they're reading the book, the film. Jaws, obviously, was so popular. And he and he said he actually just really, really wishes he didn't write it. Because what it did. Genuine shame. But, oh, well, it's, it's kind of like Finding Nemo, isn't it? Oh, all those clownfish that got taken. Yeah. Like and the, the Teenage about... Mutant Ninja Turtles as well. There was a huge yeah, boom of pet turtles, yeah. wasn't there? It's just that Finding Nemo is specifically about a clownfish that gets taken as a pet when it should be out in the sea yeah. where it belongs. <laughs> we'll and get one of them for the yeah, kids. And then fucking everyone got a bunch of them for pets. <laughs> Thea is in shock. She's back at home. Of course she's in shock. She was having fun on a banana boat. She, she saw her mate's mum get chopped down like a Twix in the sea. She's in shock. Michael comes in and he says, what's going on? And she said, this, at the, at the, the um, unveiling of the sculpture, yeah. she nearly got gobbled down by a shark. And he's like, bloody hell, I knew I shouldn't have told you about that shark. And they're like, you what? You, you fucking want me? I should probably should have told you about the shark that's coming. It's, it's not coming, it's already here. And his wife is obviously furious because he's like, like you, number one, your daughter nearly got gobbled up by a shark and one of the members of the community is now dead, thanks to your ignorance. Two, you've been gaslighting your own mother at Christmas. I really, I liked her performance, you know. His wife? Yeah. Yeah. Because her child was getting attacked by a shark. Yeah. And she was fucking absolutely She did going, the horror hands on the face. Yeah, she was going <laughs> ape shit. Yeah. And, you know, that's how we, you would act. So, yeah, one, yeah, I'll give you that. And while, while they're moaning at Michael about not saying anything, he's like, hang on a minute, fuck, where's me mum? Where's me mum that I've gaslighted into thinking that the shark's not coming? She's nicked your bloody boat, son. She's gone out to fight the shark because you, you've driven a mad by she's, lying to she's her. She's gone to confront it. Gone to confront it at sea. Instead of like, shit, he runs out, he gets Peebles, but Peebles is like, Where's she gone? They go out in a rowboat. They meet Michael Caine. Michael Caine says, Can I have a monster munch? Can I have a monster munch, yeah. Peebles doesn't say that. 
No. People's like, Brock, let's go. Michael Caine says, it's going to take you ages to get there in that tiny boat. Let's take my plane. So they take Michael Caine's plane and they fly over the sea. Yeah. First of all, they see a boat and then Michael Caine, oh, no, they bloody are. But it's not them. It's like it's just other people on holiday. So he gives them a nod and says sorry. Next, Michael Caine points out to the sea and says, is that what I think it is? It's a fucking massive shark chasing his girlfriend in a boat. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Black eyes like a dog's eyes. They just keep <laughs> the eyes roll over white. Yeah. Jaws is sneaking up on Mum. Mum's on the boat and you see Jaws coming from behind. And she's like, I can't see this Jaws feather. And then she's like, hang on, there he is. Now she sees him. Now she makes the move. She makes the move. Now she makes the move. So she says, come and get me, you son of a bitch. And the fin gets closer, closer. Peeble and the two Michaels are in the plane above. And they're like, bloody hell, there she is. The shark is going to come out of the water. So they dive bomb the shark to distract it. So it doesn't kill the mum. They I love this whole bit because she's there in the boat. The shark's like coming towards the boat and they're circling in the plane. I thought it was so yeah. dramatic. And they dive bomb the shark and it's like, get off your bugger. Now it's time for the final battle, basically. It all gets mad from here. Michael Caine lands his plane. Firstly, Michael Caine lands his plane in the sea, but before he lands his plane in the sea, he radios through. He says, can you send me a rescue team and someone that's good at killing big sharks? Someone that can kill a shark? <laughs> Who's that guy? Who's that? I don't know. Where's he? Bobby Shark. Bobby Shark. <laughs> yeah. But the plane, he lands the plane. The people's is like, do you know what you're doing? What kind of pilot do you think I am? Yeah, that's it. And he lands the plane to save this strewn lady that's been attacked by the shark in the sea. So they land the Mate, plane. he loves the Widow Brody so much <laughs> that he's like, you know what? Fuck this plane. Yeah. Fuck. And he says, you, you go and save her. I'll keep the shark busy. I'll keep the shark busy. <laughs> Fucking ludicrous. Michael Caine is going to keep the shark busy. Yeah, but people... He's going to wrestle with it. But people, says, people says to him, he says... No, Michael Caine, he's attracted to the plane's electricity, the electromagnetic power of the, the impulses of the plane. He's going to want to eat that. Yeah. They get on. Michael Caine goes, did I ever tell you about the time Bob jaws in his face? And he goes, shit. Yeah. He jumped down. <laughs> he does. He goes, oh, shit. And he gets yeah. back in his plane. And Jaws eats the plane. He just goes, shit. <laughs> jaws eats the plane and they're like, oh shit, Michael Caine's dead. He drags it asunder. Drags it underground. Because he's, he's eaten helicopters before. We've seen that. Chuck's Leo, mate. And he, anything. But they're thinking, oh shit, Michael Caine's dead. But he's not dead, he's all right. He comes up out the side of the, on yeah. the lap. Hoagie! Hoagie, Hoagie's alive. And they say to him, how did you get out of that one? And he says, I don't have time to explain. And then just doesn't explain. Well, he just goes, not very bloody easily, I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. I tell you, it was hard. <laughs> anyway, it was very difficult. But um, but um, the heartbeat's coming back, guys. He says, "Oh shit, he's coming closer." Peeps, Peeps is like, "Right, I've had an idea. I've got a big plan." Sharks don't like electricity, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to. He's got that heart monitor on him, so I'm going to put a strobe on a stick, and I'm going to make him swallow the strobe. Yeah. And then we're going to flick it on with the switch here, and then and the the torch inside him will drive him mad. Yeah. Driving mad. So Peebles gets up on the uh, on the mast. What, what's that bit of the boat called? The stern? The front mast? Bit? The no. stern. stern. So he's on like the big... The, the bow is at the back. The stern is at the 
front. So he's on the stern of the boat with... Did you know that sharks do use electromagnetic pulses to hunt? Uh, they've got um, lots and lots of like nerves in their nose. Like they've got this kind of like, it's almost like a little computer inside the end of their nose that senses all these uh, electromagnetic pulses. Is that where the urban myth about punching a shark in the nose comes from then? Yeah, if you punch it in the face, it goes... Ah! It yeah, it's not, entire, it's not a myth. It's true. I mean, I, you, I wouldn't try it on a great white, but yeah. let's say if there was like a lemon shark or a, a, a tiger shark or something, you might want to bop it on the nose because then it will go, oh, fuck off, and, yeah. then, and leave you alone. So, Peebles is planned. He's, he's on the end of the boat. Jaws rears up and he manages to get the strobe, to get the other torch inside the shark. But when he's doing it, he falls in the shark. Peebles falls into the mouth of Jaws and he's taken out to the sea and chomps down. And they're like, oh, fucking Peebles has gone now. What are we going to do? And Michael's still got the thing and he's pesting it. He's going, making that noise with the strobe. And Jaws is like, Argh! he's jumping out of the sea and roaring. Argh! Right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that sharks can't roar. <laughs> How they about... don't have a voice box, right? Let me tell you something. <laughs> Go on then. The sound, uh, the sound designer on this film, that roar yeah. is taken from a Tom and Jerry cartoon. <laughs> really? The reason, the reason why, is because the sound designer didn't want to make an original sound for the shark roaring because he was furious. Because <laughs> sharks don't. Because he was like, sharks don't fucking roar. <laughs> this one does. He does it like three times. He was. Furious about it, apparently. Yeah. So now Ellen is now driving the boat. Michael Caine's trying to get all the water out. And she's like, he's like, drive the bloody boat, Ellen. Michael's there going, the shark's roaring in pain in the water. Ellen starts having a flashback to bits of the film that she wasn't even in. Yeah. Yeah. Sun dying. He's yeah, like, ah! yeah. How can you have a flashback much? if you weren't there? That's not a flashback. That's hereditary trauma <laughs> is that right okay fine okay. she even has a flashback of the end of the first film and she she weren't there for that she was it, not there yeah, for that yeah. no oh, yeah you see Brody like oh, yeah. son of a bitch so what she does is she rides the boat into the shark and the shark explodes the end yeah yeah that's it the mm. shark she, she pokes the shark with a stick and it pops it pops <laughs> it pops yeah it pops so that's it, yeah, that's how they get rid of Jaws in the end. And they're all floating around on Flotsam in the sea. Turns out Van Peebles is alive. Me and Fletcher noticed this afternoon when we were watching this, and I hadn't noticed before, but you can see the walls of the pool that they used. Yes, because, what's his name, Michael comes up out of the water. Yeah. And the sea is lapping up against the sky in the yeah. background. The badly painted mats. But it's okay, guys. It's like he's gotten to the to the end of the set on the Truman Show. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So, I just wanted to swim up and open a door and yeah, just leave. Like finally, we can start I'm... making Jaws films and just walk out. But um, but Peebles is still alive as well. Peebles is still alive. Yeah. It turns out being bit in the torso by a great white shark don't mean nothing to isn't Peebles. enough to Van Peebles. Don't kill. He's still got that werewolf blood in him. Yeah, that's why. And that's how it ends, basically. It ends. They just the, the shark pops and it ends. That's an alternate ending, you know. Is it? Mm. What was the original ending? I think Van Peebles doesn't come back to life, and all the um, um. all the shots from like 
the original Jaws film and stuff aren't in it. They changed the ending. Well, well, there we go. That's Jaws 4. Jaws the Revenge Mark. That was fucking dumb. It was a dumb premise that was played seriously and acted badly. It was so dumb. It had zero actual effective jump scares, which means it wasn't fucking Jaws anyway. But I'll Jaws be only had if... one jump scare in the original. Ooh, floating up man. Yeah, Ed. But I'll be damned if I didn't thoroughly enjoy this utter fucking ludicrousness. It was just so much fun to watch. It's preposterous, this film, I think. That's it? a good word. There actually is a knockoff fifth film called uh, Cruel Jaws that got made after this. No it was That was done as a uh, Italian... Not, it's not even an Italian one, that. It's a proper one. Yeah, what about the one we watched? Oh, what was that one? We watched the, the Na- Italian... Night of the Sharks. Night of the Sharks, yeah. That shark jumped out of the sea and ate a helicopter, didn't it? Yeah, that's yeah. that's the Italian knockoff that yeah. we watched. Good. <laughs> yeah. Did you enjoy yours, uh, Fletch? Well, no, you're scared of sharks. Oh, well, yeah, enjoy probably isn't the right word, yeah. is it? I mean, you're on the edge of your seat the whole time. You feel a bit sick. You're going to be okay for the rest of the day. You need to go into a darkened room. I'd say have a bath, but you don't know what's in there. If this one can swim from New York to the Bahamas, I'm glad, why I'm can't glad. it get into a bath in Chadston? I'm glad my mortal fear of sharks is so amusing to you. Well, I think you'll be okay. I think you'll be okay. Th- th- this film, it pretty much shits on the legacy of the original one. Yes. And do you remember in um, Back to the Future where Jaws 19 was supposed oh, to be released yeah. in 2015? And they say the, the shark still looks fake. This was clearly very much considered shit at the time. It's not a film that's kind of deteriorated like perhaps some of the other films we watch. I think it yeah. was considered shit from the very beginning. No, it was a, it was a flop. Um, it, it featured in the it won a Razzie, I think. Well, this well. is another one of the uh, classic eighties bad films that I actually saw at the cinema with my poor father on a Saturday afternoon. Good. <laughs> yeah, so we went to we went to see it's probably around the same sort of time that we saw Superman four and Jaws four, and uh, I remember my dad's reaction for coming out of both of those films. Well, do you know what Michael Caine said? He said, it's just a bloody film, mate. I'm in Batman in a couple of years. Nah, he said, film, I've never seen it. It's probably terrible, but you should see the house it built. There you go. Nice. And that's that's what you want. He said, I won an Oscar that week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I saw this one, Graham Norton, actually. I saw this. Yeah, I won an Oscar that week. Had a holiday in the Bahamas. Yeah. And got paid one and a half million dollars. Not bad for a flop. Yeah, not bad. Basically, Michael Caine won this one. Michael Caine yeah, won. We all lost, Michael Caine won. Are we gonna are we gonna go for a star system? Fletch of stars. No stars, because it was full of sharks. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, Mark, stars. All of the stars. I had so much fun watching this tat. What are you doing next week then, Mark? Do you fancy going back to school? Why? I mean I'm Why? quite old. Imagine a future where schools are just full of street punks. It's got that bad that they have to get robots from the military to come in and teach the kids. And one of these robots is Pam Greer! Mate, I don't know what this film is, but I'm already there. It's well, 
It's Class of 1999, and that'll be coming next week. Thank you for joining us this week on Supertap Film Club. Please do not forget to subscribe, like us, tell some, tell like two people about the podcast, and pass it on. Go on Instagram and tell Malachi that his accents are shit. No. <laughs> we'll see you next week.